I can't really clap, man. I got a sore hand. Can you clap louder, please? Can I do this? I just, I, it really needs to be a clap. Can I go? It just, it's just, it has to be a clap. Sorry. Can you just, okay. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Your poor hands. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was climbing the other day and I had a callus on my hand and I tore it off. Look, it's very sore. It means no clapping. Oh, man, and I fuck, painful. I love clapping. I think I clap more than the average man. Yeah, you definitely do. Um, We're back. Better than ever. We're better than ever. We just had a little pep talk there and we were like, 20, the last quarter of 2021 is going to be our quarter of the year. <laughs> MK Ultra Film is going to really thrives in autumn, winter. And as and I've, we've said on, on nearly every podcast we've done. Oh my God, you're going to be seeing Instagram posts. You're going to be seeing funny little edits and clips, uh, pictures, um, lots of movies. You're, it's just going to be so good oh yeah good. and with all that in mind let me say i'm mark from mk ultra film and how's it going i'm killian from mk ultra film and how are you doing i'm doing well yeah um have you been going to the cinema a lot recently i've gone once well i went with you yeah. a long time ago we'll address that shortly mm-hmm. um but i went i just went once yeah and can I well, ask I've, you, you know. like, uh, because the cinemas are on their knees at the moment and they're not getting the kind of leg fall that they were hoping for after the, after things opened up with the pandemic. Leg Obviously, fall. Yeah, that's footfall. Yeah, that's I used the wrong word. Continue, okay. please. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're not getting the right, right footfall that they were hoping for. And um, obviously films like uh, James Bond and Dune are supposed to kind of be the triumphant return to cinema. And um, mm. it's meant to make people come back into the cinema and realize, oh, this is why we love the cinema and this is why we go all the time. But uh, before that, like people have realized, okay, all the movies are being released it, online at the same time as they're be- being released in the cinema. We all have these streaming services. I'm just going to watch them at home. And mm. are you more reluctant to go to the cinema now? Or I would say, I was actually talking to someone recently and saying that I feel like post-COVID... I know we're not post-COVID, but you know what I mean. Um, people don't, like myself included, don't really know how to socialize or do anything anymore mm. the way they did before. Like I felt the whole summer restrictions were totally lifted and any previous summer there was lots of spontaneous hanging out and lots of going and doing stuff. Mm. And I felt like the weird habit of like arranging to meet people, like, oh, on Saturday we, you and me will meet and we'll go to a cafe and we'll yeah. go for a walk. That's just kind of stuck around even until now it's yeah. weird like people i still kind of socialize with my friends in that way where everything's kind of planned days or weeks in advance mm-hmm. and it's just i mean it feels normal now but thinking about how i used to just kind of call someone on the day and be like what yeah. are you doing um and i kind of feel like maybe the cinema is another one of those behaviors where i like as you know and like i used to go so much and yeah. now i don't know i kind of have to think about it i kind of have to go like oh yeah i'll go and see this new film you know yeah I get, if someone says like, even if I've, I'm doing nothing all week and I think this is a hangover from um, lockdown and stuff like that. If someone just says, hey, let's meet up on Saturday at nine and I go, or at 11, I go, okay, cool. 
for the rest of the week, I'll be like, oh, fuck, I have this thing on Saturday I have to do. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. I, I'm not ready for this. They're stressing me out so much. Someone else says, hey, what are you doing on Saturday? I go, oh, I can't do something. That starts stressing me out that I'm saying no to people. And I'm like, I don't think I ever had this before in my life. But now it's like, I just have one, I have one event and it fr- it just gives me so much kind of social sort of anxiety. Mm. But do, do you think, I feel like that's just from maybe like a, going through a period where like, First of all, you couldn't really see people at all. And then you could, but you could only see a a certain number of people at a time. So Mm. you had to like pick who you hung out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now just, yeah, it all just feels a bit weird. I think it's going to take a while to. But for me, I guess like to bring it back to, to the cinema. I mean, that was the one I was always waiting to open up when it was. Things were closed down and they were always talking about opening certain things back up. I actually, I mean, I cared about the pubs, but I honestly, in a certain way, I was like, I'm really enjoying the drinking outside with my friends and meeting up. And I actually mm. thought that was a really nice thing that came out of the pandemic. And I was like, you know what? The pubs can wait, but I'm so, so ready to go back to the cinema. Like I, I'm dying, dying to see it. I just want to be in a dark room and see a big thing and screen with nice noise and stuff like that. And And <laughs> the one that I went back to see, I think it was... Uh, Die Hard was the first one I saw and it was amazing and I was oh, like nice. fuck yeah this is so good I remember that yeah, yeah, yeah. it was amazing and um, and I really missed it and when I go back in now I'm still going pretty regularly I'm like oh this is so good in comparison to sitting at home and watching a movie where you have the distractions of your phone and you have the you know the other people might walk into the room and all this kind of stuff whereas when mm. you go into the cinema mm. you sit down and you're it's a show, you know, it's, it's a show, it's a showing. Yeah. And I just love that. And I'm surprised that people are kind of like not going anymore because of, um, yeah, because of the thing being released because cinema is an experience. It's not, uh, it's not like just watching the film. I mean, there are some yeah. films where if it's like a fucking comedy movie, like, yeah, okay. I don't really care, but you want to see James Bond or Dune or films like that. You want to see them in the cinema. You want to see them there. Well, that's, that's, it's funny. That's what I was going to say. Like as well, I think another thing that's maybe been lost over the last year is, there's a period where any big film that came out, I'd be like, oh, I have to go see that. And now, like, I saw James Bond coming out, and I'm kind of like, would I watch it at home? No, so I'm probably not going to watch it in the cinema. But I guess if we're going to, if the new period of M. Culture film, I'm probably going to have to go and see everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, James Bond was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Whereas I feel like maybe before, yeah. I would have been like, oh, I have to go see this and see what see what the hype's well, like. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking recently about what makes, uh, what kind of films are cinema films and ones that you could watch at home. And I was thinking of like, uh, I was just imagining someone saying, ah, oh, you really have to see Step Brothers in the cinema. Like, it's just really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that not. Man, uh, it's not the same. Yeah, you can't watch that at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I can't believe you watch Step Brothers on, a, on an airplane. You can't watch Step Brothers on an airplane. <laughs> you have to, you have to <laughs> see. It ruins the whole film. You have to see that in the cinema, like to get the full cinema experience. Yeah. But there are, there are certain films that I feel like, like. I could only watch in the cinema. And yeah. Like, for example, I'll be talking about it today, but Dune, I don't know if I could get through that whole thing not in the cinema. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, James Bond is kind of similar too. When, if, when mm. it's a film of that length, it's just hard to put yourself through it. Like like uh, Martin Scorsese's film, The Irishman, who in their fucking right mind would have sat down and watched that at home? Oh, man. No one. No one would have done that. Unless no. they were, like, unless you were, like, Martin... Scorsese was in the house and he'd tied you to the fucking chair and said, watch, yeah, watch my movie you. with a gun. <laughs> no, it would have been impossible. I, I, there's, 
absolutely no chance I could have got through that film at home. Mm. And I would say I would have turned it off halfway and with the intention of watching the rest another time and then I just never would have finished it. So I'm looking anyway. at, I'm looking for lists now. I think this is a good opportunity to ask what are uh, the top five um, c- cinema films that you can only watch in the cinema and then what are the top five non-cinema films that would that are just like f- it's like Step Brothers or fucking mm. like super bad. I think comedies are really like... <laughs> ones for that yeah yeah who cares <laughs> but yeah well i'd be interested to know top top five films that you love and think are amazing but if you saw a cinema was showing them you'd be like ah no don't yeah care. yeah yeah, yeah that'd be interesting so we'll, we'll, we'll we're gonna put that one out into the ether and um if people have any suggestions let us know and then we will um we'll talk about it on the next on the next one that's how you do this mark you you br- you mm. throw a topic out okay but then you let it sort of settle and and then you can maybe back we'll boost it on the gram as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, it'll be boosted. It'll be bo- not like we'll be boosting on that. Note, a film that I think, yeah. I think had, had the characteristics of a cinema film. And certainly I would not have finished had I been at home. I don't even think I would have got more than 30 minutes in mm-hmm. was a film we saw together called the green Knight. Mm-hmm. a 24 film. Um, and I went to see it a few weeks back. And here is what I thought of it. So I just went to see Green Knight, a new A24 film. Um, I went to see it with you. And, um, yeah, I guess you probably already know what I think. So that, that's that's it. Yeah, well, windy times there. and uh... <laughs> Windy day, blustery day. Mysterious as well, I suppose. I didn't reveal anything. Uh, you didn't actually say what you thought about it, but uh, I don't think we need to spend long on this film, but just so as to say that we all had a terrible experience watching it and we thought it was a load of um, shite. The, it was... the, It was... I was pissed off by that movie. Like, yeah. it was... I felt like it was so wankery and shit. And I, I, so a thing on the topic, on, on the film, actually when I watched that trailer for that film, I thought we'd reached peak a24 times where a24 films have become like almost like a style or a genre in themselves Mm -hmm. where regardless of the topic of the movie you can kind of watch it and go that's an a24 film and i'm calling it now that's that's going to be their downfall because now i feel like anytime any new a24 movies come out i feel like like this this film i feel like the director maybe had an idea and then felt like he had to conform it to being like a24 style yeah by shoehorning in a load of fucking quirky stupid shit and a load of unnecessary artsy fucking bollocks the whole thing was so as i think neil said at the end or i kind of we all kind of collectively said like it was so long and you but you couldn't trim the fat off it because it was just all fat it was just a big (laughs) fucking pile of fat like it was there was there was was no core to it it just Mm -hmm. oh i don't know sorry i've been saying a lot i don't know if you well no that was good i don't think i have anything much to add to it um like it was just uh it plodded along at an incredibly slow place and um and it was a series of it's basically some sort of king arthur's of the round table tale of sir gowan the knight and the green knight or whatever the green knight comes along and they have a fight and chop off he chops off the green knight's head and then the green knight says come back in a year and i'll chop off your head or something like that but uh Mm. it doesn't 
And that sounds great. And I love nights and shit like that. But <laughs> and that sounds great. <laughs> like it does. But, it does have a kind of like kind of the fable and the mystery. And then like the stories of, of tales and quests and stuff like that. But it was just, mm. it was just, um, it was just incredibly artsy. And like, I kind of think people know what you mean when you say that kind of word, but a lot of uh, moments where you didn't have a clue what was going on and mm. uh, the scenes were very much to be interpreted. And I think I'm fine mm. with a little bit of that kind of exposition in a film where where you you have a scene and you're like, oh, what does this mean or whatever like that? But try, uh, you know, a very long kind of t- two hour plus film, which is just that. It was mm. just kind of artsy, interpretive uh surreal kind of things happening and you didn't really know what was going on and you were just like what the fuck is going on i'm completely lost you know yeah and it was just an entire uh, film of that i think the thing about that kind of artsy mm-hmm. stuff is if you do it i don't know if it makes sense or if it's i i feel, I feel like intentionally convoluting things to make them difficult to understand for no real benefit just purely for the for it's nearly like he worked backwards. He wrote the plot line and it's like, and now how can I make this less clear and then make it <laughs> up to interpretation? It's like, that's so stupid. Um, the, I, I had a little, I had a little sigh there because I took a quick look because I'm not sure if we looked at this yet, but mm. our boy at the Guardian. What does Peter, Peter Bradshaw, what does Peter Bradshaw say? Ben, you're not going to believe it. Those, those who, who aren't in on the Peter Bradshaw thing, Peter Bradshaw is the uh, film reviewer for the Guardian who historically we completely diverge in terms of opinion he always gets it wrong he uh we hate him (laughs) he uh he gave it five out of five yeah (laughs) well there you go that's peter bradshaw in a nutshell um but i feel like anything we truly hate he gives five out of five yeah and then anything we love he's like but it's never like we hate stuff and he gives it like a three yeah it's always the opposite we hate something so much and he adores it uh that being said um i talked to peter mcgann another pete uh who is a wonderful comedian and uh we were talking about the green knight and he said he loved it oh jesus and uh and i said even the giants and he said Ah, yeah, well, sometimes you don't know what's going on, but overall it was kind of good. So, well, I don't know. I mean, he, he has a good opinion on movies, but um, I, I, I don't think it was universally hated, this film. What I did I see in the Rotten Tomatoes thing was a, a huge divergence between audience and, uh, and critics. I think it was a critics film. It was a film for, by and for critics. And, are, uh, are we not critics? No, we're not critics, no. Oh. What are we? We're just, uh, we're, critics are something different. Critics are, okay. are not what we are. <laughs> Criti- <laughs> critics remember the names of movies and they, I think mm. they, they offer, um, I don't know. You write for, if you're a critic, you, you work for a professional newspaper or something like that. That's it. That's what makes you a critic. And we're not that. Uh, <laughs> fair. To, to, to be more, more critic-y though, mm-hmm. let's talk about a more contemporary film oh yeah 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 okay because well i guess uh, green the green knight is, is what two months old so yeah let's yeah. get a more <laughs> no old, one cares boring um, um actually in, you know the green knight hasn't been released in the uk yet because apparently the covid situation they were like whoop we're not going to release it so and the uk listeners give it a miss yeah um don't listen don't watch it uh what do you want to do first two fucking big ones Dune um, and james I'd say, bond 
I say, um, oh. I thought you were going, Dune. <laughs> oh, no, you're saying, no, no, I wasn't singing Dune. I was doing, doing the. All right, Jimmy Bond. Jimmy. Let's fucking go. Let's old Jimmy Bond, James Bond, the big movie. We're going to talk about uh, it. Shall we roll this? Roll the tape. Roll the clip. Hey, just watched James Bondito, which is uh, Spanish for James Bond, um, in the IMC in Dunleary, and I gotta tell you, I quite liked it. It's uh, James Bond, but he's kind of older, and he's, um, you know, he's retired, and he's uh, living on a little tropical island, but suddenly um, some of his old past, uh, some of his past stories start coming back, and, um, and his country needs him, so he comes out of retirement and uh, and he starts shooting people and killing people and stuff like that uh it was like the reason i think i liked it was it wasn't like overly um action 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 it was like a lot of dialogue maybe a little bit too much dialogue but like there was a lot of like talking and character development and that kind of stuff there's actually like uh romantic um kind of i don't know like Sorry, someone just texted me there. I got interrupted. I'm not going to pretend. <laughs> the reason I like it is because there was like relationships, plot development. There was like some romance there, but it wasn't just like these fleeting one-night stands. It actually felt like character development, and um, and there was like some good jokes in it. And it's it's at this stage now with this uh, James Bond kind of franchise with the Daniel Craig one, where you actually know all the characters really well. You know, uh, like Q. You know M. You know Money Penny, and you know all these people. And there's a new 007 as well, who's taking his job because he's retired so there's all these like cool kind of characters you know quite well now you've been watching them for like 15 years so it's nice uh comfort of that uh cast i guess and it was really nice seeing them all interact together and um and the ending is very very dramatic and like i actually for the first time ever i almost teared up in a james bond i kind of did tear up uh, at a james bond film so you know that's that's something um so yeah it was good and uh I liked it. I liked it a lot. Wow. There you go. It sounds like a more serious kind of James Bond. Yeah. It, 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 when I said jokes, I actually think there could have been more jokes. It was a bit too serious. Like, uh, mm. I laughed out at a moment, uh, maybe three quarters way through the film. And I'm like, if people don't know, I'm like an easy laugher. Like, I laugh at things very easily. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I was like, wait, that's the first time I've laughed in a film that's like two and a half hours long. There could have been more jokes. Like there could, it could have been funnier. Um, but overall, is James Bond meant to be funny though. Yeah, usually it's meant to be quite like there's meant to be one-liners. James Bond himself is meant to be funny, but Daniel Craig is not a comic actor. He's not. He's not funny. Mm. So, so his James Bond has been decidedly less funny. Like Pierce Brosnan was wisecracks. You know, a lot of wisecracks from mm. like you know like yeah, fair, fair. Like uh, you know, smother a guy with a pillow and then go sweet dreams. Um, yes, that kind of yes, thing. yes, yes. Uh, which yes. is like obviously hilarious, and um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that that kind of thing. Um, but overall, as I said, I think it was really good. I was asking myself the question now: uh, in twenty years' time, um, when I on its Christmas Day and I want to watch a James Bond with my family or whatever, um, will this be one of the ones that I pick? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think this is the kind of James Bond that you would be nostalgic for because I think it's very of mm. the time. It feels very mm, of the mm. time. Like it's all about 
character development, character development, having some sort of depth behind it. It seems very linked with all the previous films. Um, mm. So it doesn't stand on its own in the same way all the other kind of more Roger Mori kind of Sean Connery, James Bonds do. Mm. Uh, it needs, it does need the sort of, what's nice about it, I think is the ensemble casting, which uh, obviously like the older ones don't really have. It's like very much like there's lots of different characters who you care about and you like, uh, which all, uh, the previous ones don't have. But yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was really good. Uh, and it could be the fact that I just haven't been go- going to the cinema f- very much in the last, you know, two years that uh, this, mm. this is James Bond. I quite like James Bond. And I was just sat in front of it. And, I, you know, maybe I would have been in an easy to please kind of mood. But I, I absolutely loved it. Um, maybe it was a little too long, but I, I kind of loved it. Do you not? Like, I kind of feel like the, the Daniel Craig James Bonds, I've seen um, Casino Royale. I haven't seen Quantum of Solace. Don't watch it. I've seen uh, Skyfall. I've heard it's bad. Yeah, is that it? Is there just is there just the three? And, and then there's the fourth? Spectre. Spectre. Oh, I don't. I haven't seen that either. Oh, it looks like I haven't seen a lot of them. Yeah. Um. I the I liked Casino Royale and I liked Skyfall. Mm. But I don't know. I'll probably never watch either of them again in my life. I think it's unlikely. Casino Royale is is definitely worth a rewatch. Uh, it's really good. And it's like... Uh, there's just a lot of movies out there to watch, you know? There's yeah, but I, I don't know. There's certain days where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll stick on Casino Royale. I really like it. It's It's got great... It's the action sequences and everything are really good in it. When he's on the cranes The opening scene is good. I remember with, that. Yeah, with all the fucking... What is it called again? Parkour. This parkour, you know? It's pretty class. Yeah, there's a crane. Um, But yeah, I mean, looking back now, that's Daniel Craig's last James Bond. Looking back on them now, uh, Casino Royale incredible probably one of the best james bonds ever um mm. and then you have uh quantum of solids probably probably the worst james bond ever and then you really? have uh and then skyfall right back up to the top that's a really good movie and then specter was a bit a bit shit and now uh this one which is quite good so he's like i mean he's got like three out of five ups are really downs. good Peaks but very, very much ups and downs um uh but they tried something different and now it's good if they move into a different direction again because uh so yeah, you said there's a new that that wasn't a spoiler. Then there's a new James Bond on the scene, a new 007 on the scene, and yeah, that's not a, that spoiler. a spoiler. Maybe no, no, okay. no, it's not a spoiler. Um, I suppose the film is called James, or the the franchise is called James Bond. It's not necessarily called 007, is it? No, so you could have a new 007, but you could still have a James Bond film. Exactly, that's exactly what the writers would have thought. Um, but now oh. we're all looking towards who's going to be the next James Bond. I'm interested to see. Uh, who who, who are your bets on? Um, let me see. Like I heard, Timothy Chalamet. No, he'd be so <laughs> knocked out so easily, wouldn't he? Yeah, he looks Mar- very weak. So shit. Um, yeah. maybe is Jackie Chan still going? Yeah, could be <laughs> for He's someone old, like though. Why? Why not get an old Bond? No, they'd probably go for someone super young. Probably someone super young. Um, Timothy Chalamet. No. <laughs> He's like a fucking 12 <laughs> years old. He can't be James Bond. He's also wire, yeah. wiry thin. Um, mm. And he's got long hair. Like, no. Yeah. Uh, that could be a new thing. What? They should go for like, a, yeah, maybe they should go for like a metal Bond or make Bond a hippie or make Bond a goth or Wait, something. Whatever happened to Idris Elba? I, I liked that idea. That would have been great. He's, he's kind of maybe a bit too old now. I'd love to see him do a one-off because he's just the perfect Bond. I mean, he's got... Has, He's got, he just looks like James Bond, you know, he's kind of got that suave kind of movement and everything like that. He just has mm. a, 
He is that. He's he's also like a multi talented man. He he's yeah. DJs. He does like you know the way I imagine if 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 James Bond was at a party and someone said like James go get behind the decks he'd be like all right and he'd do a deadly DJ set. No, uh, yeah, Idris Elba would have been amazing, and but they decided to give Daniel Craig two more films, which so I think kind of sucks, but whatever. Who's the new 007? Who's the new 007 in the film? It's an actress. I don't. I don't know her name, but. Uh, She's good. She's kind of like, uh, she's young. Uh, she's professional. She does things by the book. She's really good at what she does. And so there's okay. obviously like a difference because James Bond obviously does not do things by the book. So there's like a, a conflict there. And it's Would good. Would there be potential for um, they get a new James Bond in and it's a, or they get a new 007 in, it's a woman and they're like, oh, she ain't cutting it. We're going to need Man House back in action. Could there be some accusations of that? Well, they can't. Well, I, I think there has been discussion about whether James Bond to be a woman or not. Um, I mean, look, it's all like fiction and whatever. So anything can happen. I don't think that that is possible within because uh, I don't I just don't think that the family or whoever owned the rights to it would just let that happen. There was someone saying like James Bond should just fucking die, which I did like I that think idea. Should die. I think, yeah, I, I think James I, Bond do- toast. Done. I think I think that would be good. And I like I think if this is the last ever James Bond film, that would be fine. I would be fine with that as well. Uh, like why the fuck not? You know, we, there's enough of them mm. to rewatch and revisit and stuff like that. I don't think you can really do anything more exciting with the franchise. So you know, why the fuck not? Let's end it. But obviously, they're not going to kiss goodbye to the billions that they make from these movies. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's For gonna, the creative integrity of the yeah. franchise, they're going to be like, we've decided to call it a day. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I'd say like, I'd say any James Bond film, like the next one, especially with the new Bond, mm. guaranteed fucking billions in the bank. Yeah. Regard, like mm. no matter who it is. Oh, Colin Farrell. Could you imagine that? He's way too old. Way Martini. It's going to... Huh? Well, well actually, um, your man who played Colin, what's his name again? The man who played Colin? Connell, Connell Chain, Connell Guy. What are you talking about? The, um, the Irish guy with that M. Ma- 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 Not following the Irish guy who played Connell in uh, Normal People, something with an M, the Connell I Chain. I never watched Normal People. No, no. Uh, Paul Mescal. Paul Mescal. Mm. You don't know Paul Mescal? I know Paul Mescal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. He's, a, he's hotly tipped to be the next Bond as well. Is that not a bit treasonous for an Irish man to play Bond? I already had one. Like, I already had one. Pierce Brosnan. Oh, feck. Yeah. They've only had two English James Bonds. Roger Moore, really? Welsh. Sean Connery, Scottish. Uh, what's his name? Pierce Brosnan, Irish. Timothy Dalton and uh, whoever the fuck, Daniel Craig now. I think they're the only ones. Oh, there's another one as well, wasn't there? I just forgot his fucking name. Um, but it's very common for people who aren't. And I don't fuck, why not have a Paddy Bond? Have a Paddy Bond. My name's James Bond. <laughs> oh, oh, up to Irish Republican Army. No. <laughs> <laughs> My name's uh, James Bond. James Bond is secretly like involved with yeah, the IRA movement. That's the angle they can go with. He's like a... He's, he's, I don't know where yeah, to go. Yeah, maybe. I don't know where to take that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just... Anyway, so we've decided Timothy Chalamet for next Bond. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, he's also in the next film that I'm going to review, which is another fucking hot one, a big one in every way. Dune, 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 it's Dune. Here's what I thought of it. So I just went to see Dune 
Timothy Chalamet as Mr. Dune in the sci-fi epic <laughs> Dune. Um, very good film. Uh, really, really liked it. I thought the trailer really didn't appeal to me. I saw it and I was like, God, this film looks long and boring. And I thought the colors in the trailer were really dull and everything was really gray. And I was like, oh, and then I'm kind of a bit over Timothy Chalamet and just seeing him. I was like, oh, fuck this lad. And then, I don't know, Zendaya as well. I'm kind of like, Zendaya, whatever. Um, but then, yeah, I went to see it. And I thought it was fucking great. It looks so cool. It's just so many cool explosion-y scenes and big fucking crazy big fights. And just the special effects are so good. And the planets and the different worlds you really, like, brought into this planet. And, um, yeah, it was just super cool. Um it's pretty dense and at the start I was like I'm never going to be able to understand this movie there's like you're introduced to so many different things at the very beginning and I was like this is going to be so complicated but then by the end I was like ah oh, that actually all wrapped up pretty pretty neatly and I, I fully understood what's going on which is which is good um yeah I, like acting was good all the characters were cool it's it's very it's literally just Star Wars for adults though um like so much about it the ships the like there's the emperor and there's the the different factions different planets run by different people and there's nearly even like a luke skywalker character there's even like a thing that they call the voice which is basically just the force and there's just so much there's like jedis kind of as well you know not really but kind of um and they fight with swords and i guess in star wars they fight with lightsabers but yeah like but i would say that's more star wars copied dune because I'm pretty sure the books are written first. But that's not bad. Like, it's just Star Wars, but more serious and not intended to appeal to children in any way, which is, you know, makes for a pretty cool film. I like Star Wars. Um, So I'd say if you like Star Wars, you'll probably fucking like this. And even if you don't, maybe you'll like this still. It's long. It's two and a half hours after, like, there's one bit where Emer said she's going to go to the toilet, and she was like, do you think I should hold it and just not go? Because it'll end soon. And I checked my phone and I was like, oh, I think there's at least an hour left. Which I was like, fuck. Okay. But then the hour went by and I was pleasantly... I was, It was pleasant. Um, go see it. Go see it in cinema. It's a fucking big, epic, big one. You know? I find films like that kind of hard to watch at home. And seeing this in cinema was a treat. Also, it's quite... Uh, it's very much gearing up for a sequel. Like, it says part one. It like says Dune part one at the start. And... Yeah, there's no like the, the the sequel is definitely going to be made, and um, I welcome it. I'm looking forward to seeing what Timote gets up to in his next space adventure. There it is. I can't. I really find it hard to keep them short, man. I can't. Yeah, keep I gotta really say, short. I like that you really laid out who was going to like this movie: those who like Star Wars, and also <laughs> those who don't like Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, you might like it if you like Star Wars, but if you don't, you still might. <laughs> Some solid advice um, there. Um, yeah, uh, overall, on the topic of like films to see in the cinema, this is definitely one. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot would be, it would just be lost. I feel like you'd still enjoy it at home, but it would just be lost. Yeah. The, the, it's so epic and big. At times, there was a bit of like CGI where I was like, ooh, that's not going to date well. But okay. That's so good. The soundtrack is brilliant as well. Hans Zimmer on the soundtrack. Nice. And I kind of, I had it in my head that he does a kind of, I I, I kind of had it in my head that his soundtracks kind of are a bit unremarkable these days. 
but mm. is that wrong? Uh, no, mm, no, he usually pulls it out of the bag. I guess it. Well, d- this one's great. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's he's so he's, he's the best. Like, I mean, he is the best at what he does. Mm. Um, it, did did he do the Tenet soundtrack as well? Because I love that too. Uh, he usually works with Christopher Nolan, so I think he probably did. Um, he does all of Christopher Nolan's soundtracks, so I imagine it was him. It was funny mm. though because I, I was talking um, to yeah, I'd say I think I was talking really to Carla like about this, and I was I was talking to Carla about uh, just this and you having seen this because I was because obviously it's not out till the twenty fourth in Ireland and the UK. Um, it seems to be randomly sprinkled around where it's out and not. Uh, I think they mm. must have staggered James Bond coming out and um, Dune coming out in some places because, like, obviously Bond is just taking up so much space at the moment, and I think they yeah. want to give Dune its full run out as well. Uh, but Mm-mm. it was coming out at the twenty fourth. But I was talking to Carla. I was like, I was like, yeah. When Mark went to see it, and she was like, what did, What did he think of it? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't listened to the review yet, but it's about space, so it's it's highly likely he will very much enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like space stuff. <laughs> no, and then yeah, I just heard good. you go like, I thought it was great. I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a good one. It's it's very nice. Lots of nice, cool ships. I love that kind of whole like. Um, minimal future world thing you mm-hmm. know like where everything like you're kind of like they have these mad ships that can fly at speed of light but they also seem to have fairly primitive you know kitchen utensils and mm-hmm. stuff like that you know what i mean um but yeah the, and I, I i what i was thinking there with the star wars thing they have like some kind of alien uh alieny lads in there mm-hmm. but it's very subtle which i think is cool like there's okay. these other people and they're just kind of a little bit paler and they're a bit a bit weird looking mm. and it's they're not like jab of the hole it just makes it all a bit more yeah like you can take them very seriously like these guys look yeah very serious but they definitely don't look like people you know what i mean which okay is, okay which okay cool. yeah but uh, overall it was um, sorry go on I, I was gonna ask a bit about like uh uh about like the star wars thing like do you think it kind of copied star wars a bit or do you think it's Completely. more yeah <laughs> Or like, uh, no, or, I think Star, Star Wars, Wars copied, copied this. Okay, okay, that's interesting. I think like a lot of the ideas, like again, like the Emperor and the, all the different galaxies and like nearly different like kingdom type things in the galaxy, and they're all. It's it actually reminded me of Star Wars Episode One because there's kind of this, like the the whole thing is spice. It's like this really um, spice. Mm. Um, well, you know the way Star Wars Episode One is about like basically like intergalactic tax regulations and trades and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. the trade Whereas federation this is kind of about that where they talk about who controls uh the mining of this particular mineral in ah, space and okay okay that's what it's all about so it kind of reminded me of that but obviously much more serious and and actually good um, okay 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 was uh Tim- timothy chamelay Chalamet, Chalamet, good. Chalamet, he's very good. I when you said Mr. I, Dune, that's a that was a joke, right? He's not called Mr. No, Dune. No, his name is his name is Mr. Dune in the film. Oh my god, that's so funny. No, it's not really. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> oh, he has some space name. <laughs> okay, um, okay. There's a lot of space names and stuff, and he's from oh, the family Acrides or Acedes or something like that. And okay. then there's the 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 Harakans. There's all these different families. This is by De- Dennis Villeneuve, who did um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, um, yeah. which I don't think I remember you not liking that much. No, no, uncharacteristically for me, but I don't like. I actually don't like the original Blade Runner either, which makes no sense. Oh, but I don't like either of them. That doesn't really um, make sense. 
Um, no, it's not. It but was it was it similar to twenty forty nine? That kind of yes. like future when you were talking about that kind of future stuff, which is you know the Blade Runner. Mm. It's kind of like a junky flute future, which is a bit more realistic. Than, <laughs> you know, it's like future, but like shit. Shit looks kind of yeah, yeah, crap yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. No. Yeah. It. N- well. No. It's not really like that because Blade Runner is kind of on the streets and shit, and like in the cities whereas this is all kind of in palaces and stuff because it's all royalty that you're dealing with in the film but the palaces are all very grand and very bare and uh like that you're either in palaces or in the desert so it's uh yeah it's it's not it's not like the seat i guess like the the scenes where you're in palaces or in big big buildings and stuff are pretty similar to blade runner but a lot of the setting of the film is just totally different but i could definitely see similarities between yeah. the two for sure like, okay okay now, i didn't know they were the same director but now that i know that i'm like ah yeah 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 i'd say if you liked blade runner 2049 you'd probably like this and i if loved you didn't, it you might like it anyway okay cool but it was, that long. was a joke you didn't pick up on it but it's oh. okay um, <laughs> <laughs> i didn't hear oh you said if it's, you liked it but you're also yeah. like <laughs> anyone might like this um <laughs> anyone might like it um i'd say like my mom for example wouldn't like it okay all right but she probably wouldn't like later and either. she would listen to this so uh don't go see it mom give it a miss <laughs> um but yeah i i guess you know you're probably gonna go see it i'm sure we'll talk about it again when you go see it so yeah. i guess we'll just i'm just gonna say good one fucking like this good one dennis and that's it well done timothy um, come here, it's quick. So I believe the next film that we're going to talk about is a, is a Netflix film. Mm-hmm. Can we briefly talk about Squid Game? Yes. Squid Game. Yes. Have you watched Squid Game? I watched episode one of Squid Game and I want to talk about Squid Game. I watched episode one of Squid Game and I thought it was steaming dog shit. Oh, okay, okay, garbaged. okay. That's interesting. But I just watched episode two and I thought it was pretty good okay i watched episode one of squid game last night i thought it was very good really liked it i I really i loved it i loved it i like the uh main character i just really like him i think he's a great actor i like his uh he's like a i bet he's a comedy actor i think his his kind of comic style is really good i also didn't know anything about it i like the plot i think they do kind of like creepy stuff super well in korean cinema and it was like (laughs) I thought it was really yeah. good. You thought it was cliche or, or a bit something I like that? I just thought it was a bit cheesy. Like, I thought it was a bit easy as well. Like, even like the stuff that was happening, I was like, ah, it's just a bit, it's not creepy just seeing people just, I don't know. It just didn't really, I was like, I'm not creeped out by this. It's too, it's nearly too much. You know what I mean? It was nearly like too OTT. You know what? I, I'd like to put it, I'd like to put this to you and I'd like you to answer it as honestly as you can. But Please. if this was not a Netflix film or a TV show, mm. sorry, if this was not a Netflix TV show and it was something you kind of just found on your own on some weird site and it wasn't well known and it was kind of this weird, interesting thing, would you feel the same way about it? Or because because it's like an insanely popular thing and a lot of people mm. are kind of going like, oh, wow, this is really fucking freaky or whatever. Like if it didn't have that... Uh, you know, attention around it. Would you think that would affect mm. how you feel about the TV show at all? Well, you you would like you you know me, and you know that there's nothing I like more than saying that things that people like are, are shit. 
<laughs> saying the things that are popular are shit. And but I do really I wanted to like this because I like yeah. You know, I like the likes of, as you said, old boy, and I like a lot of these films. And mm. I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, this looks like it could be like kind of a parasite type, that kind of thing. And yeah. I just really didn't like it. I, I thought, I think the costume design okay. for the bad guys who work in the game place is so shit. I hate the clothes they wear. I think it looks terrible. Okay. I just hated the set design. I hated the design of it all. But yeah. in saying that, I just watched episode two, and I thought it was good. So it's interesting I for me because I, I honestly had uh, like a kind of. I saw, you know, they, they give you little trailers of things on uh, Netflix. And I saw the, that that very uh, bright, cartoony, kind of plastic uh, set design, art direction. Girl. And and, oh, yeah. uh, and it just was really turning me off. And I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this at all. Um, and then when I watched it, I actually really vibed with it. I really liked it. I really liked the, the oh. sets that looks very, like, sleek, but also very... I don't know. It looks um it looks like you're watching a TV show almost or like hyper kind of presented mm. uh, to be a set. It kind of it's interesting like it makes it a little bit like we're watching a TV show and it's making you aware that you're watching something that's a TV show. I like that element of it. Um but I mean I only watched one episode mm. it could become total shite but I like the main actor and uh I like the you know down on his look dad who who's got something to prove and then Obviously, that getting taken total advantage of. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm open to it. I think I could come away in the end and, and think it's good based on how it's gone for me so far now. It is funny. I have to admit, like a kind of a, a shameful thing, but I, I, I didn't know anything about it. I just mm. knew it was a popular show and I started watching it and I just thought it was like an American mm-hmm. Netflix show. And it started, and at the first bit, I just saw the footage that was happening. I was like, oh, man, this looks so shit. <laughs> Fuck this. And then as soon as I saw someone speaking Korean, I was like, oh, <laughs> Korean show. Hello. And then I was like, maybe I'll watch it now. And like, I honestly think if it wasn't in Korean, I yeah, wouldn't watch yeah, it yeah. ever. It's just something about it when you see these things. When something, like, it starts in, it just, it starts in black and white with subtitles. I'm, I'm so shameful, yeah. but that hooks me in. Like I'm, I'm absolutely shameless yeah. about saying if something has subtitles and it's black and white, I'm kind of, I do kind of go like, "Ooh, this looks interesting." Hmm. Like, ooh, ooh. just judging the book yeah. by the cover, you know, just judging it straight by the cover. Mm. But it did pique my interest. I was like, "Oh, there's, you know, there's a, a, a foreign language with subtitles and uh, and, so, and some black and yeah. white tones." I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm hooked. What's that film, La Haine, the French one at the start, where they're like, in French, it's like all black and white. And he says, like, it's not the fall that kills you. It's the sudden stop. And that's like the opening shot. of the Yeah, film. yeah, yeah. Wow. No, there's the line. Yeah, there's the it's line. So it's good. good. It's like, a, it's like, there's a man who jumps off the building. Uh, but that's not that's not French. Give me a second. A man jumps off the building. And each time he passes a floor, he keeps whispering to himself so far. Not bad. Or so far, so good. No, just So far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. And I was just watching yeah. that. I was like in black and white French. It's like, oh man, that is the coolest shit ever. The walking out yeah. of that. Like, with, You're also like yeah. 16 or 17 watching. You're like, yes. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so glad I yeah. picked French for my I'm leaders, so right? cool. Like, I'm not even thinking I was cool. Just thinking like, wow, this is art. I don't want to watch 
any of that bullshit Hollywood anymore. I watch art now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only watch art. Mm. This is art. <clears throat> art. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. Just took a big um, sip of water there. So Went that's one the thing pipe. that's going on on Netflix. The other Netflix release this week is a film called uh, The Guilty, uh, which is a film starring, um, I was going to say, our very own, um, <laughs> as if he was from Ireland, but he's not, uh, starring the wonderful uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, who's not from Ireland, but I, I, I don't know why I had that sudden urge to claim him. Uh, but but anyway, oh. starring Jake Gyllenhaal. That's this, and it's this film. film. And um, as you say, we do a lot of research before the show. So we both know extensively which film we're going to cover in the show. Fuck. <laughs> Amazing. I'm, I can't wait to listen to this. I've, I wanted to see uh, it. So cool. this is a film called The Guilty, a remake of a German <laughs> film, um, I think. Uh, and called Der, Der, Der Guilty Man. Der Guilty Man. Um, <laughs> and this is what I thought. Hey, just went to see The Guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal in um, Soho, in a very busy Soho cinema. Um, well, the cinema wasn't busy, but the outside of it is. Everyone's, I don't know, I mean, that noise, I don't know what that is. But anyway, I saw The Guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal in it. It's uh, about a 911 emergency responder, and he's, um, he's a police officer, and he's like a total fucking asshole. And he... Um, He's taking calls and then he takes a call from one person who's like been abducted or something like that and he tries to help them. Anyway, uh, it was quite a good movie. It was one of those films where it's all in the same location, if you know what I mean. Very similar to the film Locke. I haven't Googled whether the director filmed Locke, but it's very, very similar to that film Locke with um, Tom Hardy, uh, where it's like this sort of tortured man who's just trying to fix a situation that's very hard to fix. And... um, Anyway, I uh, overall thought the film was, yeah, I guess, like, it was okay. I, I found the main character was really ridiculously, like, aggressive. Um, I mean, it was all part of his character. And, uh, and he was, like, a terrible police officer and, like, a really kind of a bad dude. Um, but it was really well performed by Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, the car- like, he did a really good job. He's quite a good actor, Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, a really good at portraying a complete fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, there's so much going on here. It's very hard to talk into the phone. Um, but yeah, o- overall, uh, good movie. Recommend watching it. Only an hour and a half long, which is, um, you know, for me, that's that's already a winner. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't really go wrong with it if it's only an hour and a half long. Uh, could have been a little bit better, but yeah, I'm sorry. I've kind of forgotten how to do these. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of substance I, there. I, I, I was just <laughs> in a really busy area of Chinatown and Soho, and I fucking there was like people kind of like shouting all around me, and loaded could hear drunk uh, like English people, and I was also fucking insanely hungover. I was like, I couldn't even, which probably definitely <laughs> affected my viewing experience. But uh, I just had no idea what was going on. I don't even, I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were going to say I was also. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say I was also insanely drunk. Imagine. This is what I did on Friday night in Soho, you know, by myself, just get really pissed and go see the guilty by myself. A tense drama. Sorry, that's not that funny. 
just the idea of you getting absolutely <laughs> trolled. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, that sounded disappointing. I, think I was overly harsh on that film. Um, I think it was. It did entertain me throughout, uh, and there was no point where I was bored. You, I mean, you'd hope so with a film that was kind of that short. But there was no point I was bored. I was brought along mm. by the drama, most of it. It didn't. Um, there was something missing in it, and I can't put my word on it. I think after finding out that it was a remake, is probably the fact that it was a remake. And I guess when you're doing something again, it's very hard to keep the heart of a piece inside of it. And I imagine if I mm. and I. I say in this now, like I'm, I'm annoyed finding out it's a remake uh, because I really would have loved to have watched the original um, without knowing what happens. Um, but there, mm, yeah, mm. I don't know. I mean, like Jake Gyllenhaal's great and he can carry a film and he, he really does carry this film. I think he's a great actor. I was surprised when you said Jake Gyllenhaal's actually a good actor. Like I, I would have, I, did you ever think he was? I think he's one? a heartthrob and, um, and I think when someone's like a heartthrob and, uh, really famous really fucking famous they do mm. kind of have that they probably have more to do to convince me that they're a good actor that's just that's just the way it is okay yeah. fair enough it's unfortunate yeah i just yeah i just saw like the jake gyllenhaal thriller is like the, the best formula going what are, just ones, keep what are the ones what are the ones is he in Nightcrawler. Oh yeah, that Strangers. There was a really he is good. He's a good actor. I like him. He's very likable. There was a, I remember watching him mm. on the Jonathan Ross show and like fucking I don't know, like before the recession, like ages ago, and um mm. and Jonathan Ross said like, so you're in London. What are you up to? And he was like, I don't know, man. I just I guess you know you do a lot of these tour things and you have to talk to a lot of people. I just you know I was in my hotel room most of the day and then. uh Went for a little walk. Um, now I went back to my hotel room, and like everyone was just like dead quiet. Jonathan Ross is like, "Oh, you're are you okay, Jake?" And he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm fine. <laughs> I guess you just get pretty tired doing all these things." I'm sorry, I'm making my life sound kind of shit here, am I? And they're like, everyone was just like, "Yeah, you're right, man." You just obviously like, I mean, that's just exhausted kind of from so all, much promotion. Um... He was just like being really honest. It was as if it was yeah, like yeah, the yeah. first time someone had asked him how he was in. In like, you know, years, and he just suddenly like was like, yeah, yeah. "Oh yeah!" Like I was like, he doesn't want to know how you are. He wants to talk about the movie and be funny and stuff. But yeah. He was like really honest. He was very <laughs> likable. I really liked it. I have it in my head, and I don't even know if I watched interviews with him, but I have it in my head that he's a nice man. Yeah, I have that in my head too. I really hope nothing comes out of um, him. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> the 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 cinema actually where I went to see Dune is showing. It's, I don't know, is it 10 or no, it must be 20 year anniversary of Donnie Dingus. Donnie Darko? That was the film you said, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you say Donnie Dingus? <laughs> there was a joke. The, um, <laughs> the, I thought you... Okay, Donnie Dingus. <laughs> yeah. The, is that film good? Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is good. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite thought... sad. It's like, a, it's like, a, you know what? It's a real like um, indie kind of film. It's a real like, no, I 90s kind it's, it's of a good, it's probably it might even be early 2000s but i think it's 90s kind of like indie film it's good i definitely watch it's it kind of like emo it's like an yeah emo it's like film, a pre-emo it? emo film it's a pre-emo emo film okay because yeah i i had it i was like i don't know if this film's actually good or if it's just kind of like an edgy emo thing but I, i'll probably go see it maybe it was definitely i think I, emo's, I know i've seen it it once. was part of the emo thing was to like that film i think that was 
I feel like you go and see Donnie Darko wearing a Nightmare Before Christmas t-shirt. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mm. On Halloween. Nice. On if yeah. if if possible, if screenings are available. Yeah. I might yeah, I'll probably go and see it then because it's been I don't I, I literally have no memory. I know there's a bit where like is there like these snail trails in the air that people kind of follow around or something? Are you talking about Donnie Darko? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, well, there's a Can't really you, like, iconic... Pods? There's an iconic moment where there's lots of snakes on a plane. Oh, that's the <laughs> one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, I actually do remember more of it than I thought. <laughs> the next film we're going to review is called The Courier, which I went to see so with smooth. my mum on her birthday um, just last week. Happy birthday, moms. Happy birthday. And this is what we thought. For how long... Hello and welcome to MK Ultra Film Mother's Day special and a mother's birthday special. Uh, it was my mum's birthday and we just went to see the film The Courier uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, which is Benedict Cumberbatch is uh, an English businessman during the period of the Cold War and the nuclear arms crisis. And he starts, um, he gets recruited to uh, courier uh uh, government documents by this other guy called Pankovchenko or something like that and um, yeah that's the film premise and uh, we just finished it and I thought it was really good um, I thought the there was a lot of like cool kind of spy stuff going on but also personal relationships and um, there was this sort of political drama and then you also had you know the government's there was a lot of different levels and layers of the you know the personal and then the the political and then the bureaucratic all those things intertwined but it made it a good story um really really well acted and um i thought benedict Cumberbatch did a good job and uh yeah uh, what did you think mum oh it was absolutely brilliant and the score the music we saw bits of swan lake ballet there were so oh, yeah, many different that. things to look at yeah. absolutely great i loved it yeah so uh we give it uh five stars out of five and one happy birthday to my mum okay. <laughs> thanks a million for inviting me <laughs> brilliant yeah. it's a good one for the moms. some heartwarming mom content there for those out there that was yeah. nice a good film reviewer as well i thought I, it was very concise very yeah. clear the voice really came through very clearly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um may, just a quick on that film i'd say it's another one of those british films like the king's speech or the imitation game or uh you know those kind of historical uh english films that used to win oscars every year um with you know the lead actors getting it uh the iron lady as well those kind of films you know where it's just like films that i don't yeah, watch yeah and i i think um for me they can be enjoyable watches cuz i like period stuff but uh there's only so much you're ever going to get out of them uh for me that's mm. from my experience because it's just ve- it's very they are always set based on on um reality you know and uh they mm. also i guess they stick to a certain script they have a certain style of making those films and they very much stick to that so for me there's only so much you're ever going to get out of them but for me it was a good it was a good uh version of one of those and that's all i really have to say about it other than you know another happy birthday to my mom and thanks very much for 
And she got paid handsomely for that, by the way, for the for giving us the review. Yeah, we yeah, always yeah. pay our guests quite a lot. Out of our own pockets. Out of our own pockets. She got a kiss on the cheek, uh, which is obviously, mm-hmm. uh, you know, quite expensive. So, yeah, it, the the cameo fee for that is enormous. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's one of those ones where there's no price. It just says send us yeah. an email. <laughs> we'll negotiate. Um, no, yeah. Thank you very much and happy birthday. And I think, um, yeah, I think that film sounds like a one that. I certainly have no interest in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't watch it. And I don't think you'd really have. But you wouldn't hate it. You wouldn't hate it. I'd There's say nothing it, like, it's, it's, it's I, yeah. It sounds like a good one maybe to watch with a grandparent or Boom. on around Christmas time. Yeah. Or uh, maybe. Yeah. It's the type There's of thing better things TV to watch at Christmas time. Unfortunately, there's just better things to watch at Christmas time. Okay, what about December, early December? You're visiting. No. Uh, when would I stick this on? I would say, honestly, I would say around this period when the nights are getting a little bit longer and you're finding mm. you're indoors in the evening and it's around eight o'clock on a, on a Thursday evening. You don't want to go to the pub and it's actually on TV because it'll be on TV. It's actually on TV and you're like, mm. oh, I might stick this on. You actually miss the first 20 minutes of it. You're like, I oh, know. Yeah, first 15, 20 yeah, minutes. But you're like, oh, I can get Thanks. into this. I know that I've seen these kind of films before. I, I get it that's yeah. when you're going to watch this and, and you'll Fine. probably enjoy it yeah no I know exactly the kind of situation <laughs> you're talking about and maybe you know what you might not even intend to watch it you'll just leave that on while you're making yourself exactly tea. and the next thing you know you've watched it exactly yeah yeah the um, Benedict Cumberbatch for James Bond why not because uh, he's weird he's quite simply a weird <laughs> he's a weird looking person and he cannot be James Bond <laughs> <laughs> you can't have um, James Bond go up to some woman and be like I'm James Bond and, she, and her looking at him going you are going ooh you're weird yeah her saying like please leave me <laughs> alone weird looking <laughs> can I buy you a drink no <laughs> um, so Emer just gave me the I want to go to bed okay. now and as I said I'm tucked in under the covers so I think that's I was going to review another film I think it's time for bed on. I think it's time for bed. Okay, so um, thanks so much for listening again this far. Uh, the podcast is on Instagram, uh, MK Ultra Film at MK Ultra, and uh, and that's it really. Yeah. Don't know send us else. some reviews if you have any reviews. Send us your reviews. We will mention them on the show. Oh, we love audience tell us interaction. Your top five films. Top five films to see in the cinema. Top five films to not see in the cinema, but are still good. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So top five films to see in the cinema and then top five films to not see in the cinema but are, but are still good. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you, Alice Lieber, and we'll talk to you soon. Very, very soon. Cheers.